Mornings with Rena, TJ, and Turnbull. The podcast. It's funny with uh, Metallica. Isn't this incredible? And I just tweeted this out from the at 921 City Twitter account. Uh, Metallica holds five of the top 10 best selling albums of the week in the US as of this week. Wow. Isn't that crazy? Yeah. Hmm. Um, for, the, for the first time, actually, since uh, 2016, one act has had five out of the top 10. That's nuts. Yeah. And like Metallica, it's not like they came out with new music or anything. I guess people are just uh, full of rage right now. <laughs> yeah. It must be yeah. that. Honestly, what would be the reason for wanting to, do, to I just don't know. listen to Metallica? I, I have no clue. <laughs> like, when you look at albums like, uh, this is insane. Um, Metallica, Metallica, <laughs> up, sales are up almost 400%. Ride the Lightning, up 617%. Is there like an anniversary or something that we're missing? I'm, I feel like I, I might be missing something other than, oh, uh, yesterday, I think, or the day before was Cliff Burton's birthday. <laughs> I, <laughs> that's a stretch, but we'll take it. That's an obscure it. fact. <laughs> Died in 86. Um, and Justice for All, album sales are up 776%. Jeez. Master of Puppets, up 1,100% in sales. Kill Em All. Up 917%. Did someone die that we didn't know about? No, I know. <laughs> it's like, it doesn't make sense. I mean, it, it does because Metallica slaps. Well, yeah, but, but just like, why now? I don't know. Yeah. yeah. And then you look at uh, Hardwired to self-destruct. A re-entry on the Billboard sales chart. Now at number 15, sales are up 2,433%. <laughs> How is oh. that, Metallica hmm. fans? I'll tell you, there are four words that can send my day into a tailspin like no other. Now, obviously, it depends uh, how much time I have in the morning trying to be here at a certain time. Um, I just hate sitting and waiting, right? Because I feel like the first thing I do in the morning is get up, get ready, and I go to work. Is it a general thing, though? Like, you hate wait, Like, you don't like waiting in lines? Like, at Not typically, but I feel like the patience is pretty thin when there's nobody around me. I'm like, why am I waiting here? Um, So those four words are hang on a minute. I don't do well with that one. No? (laughs) No, like yesterday I pulled through one of the drive-thrus, went to go get a coffee, and again, I don't do this all the time. So when I do stop for a coffee, it's like, all right, like this place that is known for having coffee 24 hours a day should be quicker. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, so, like, what's the hang on a minute? I don't understand. Like, why Why am I hanging on a minute? She was making a new pot, maybe? I, or, she didn't even know what I had ordered because she told me to hang on a minute as soon as I pulled up, so she didn't even know that I wanted coffee. Like, uh, how many people do they have working at, you know, overnight? Two? I, how many do you need for one cup of coffee? <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, true. It's not like she's I mean, grinding the beans. <laughs> she's in the back step well, no, on you, everything. Like, it's, it's minus 47 outside with yeah. the wind chill, right? The wind's howling. I've got my vehicle running. I'm sitting there. The exhaust is blowing in my face. The wind's coming in. It's biting. I can barely hear the, the walkie-talkie thing anyway, so I don't mm-hmm. want to roll up my window. Yeah. Right? And it's like, dude, what could you be doing at 4 a.m.? <laughs> I, th- I think they reset their tills. I've had that happen when I used to work at the TV station. I'd get up way earlier, and it was like 4 o'clock when I'd roll through, and they'd be like, sorry, resetting the tills. They what have does to that like, mean? It's almost like they do a system update, and they would do it at like 4.10 every morning always. So I that's would, probably like a time that they don't need a lot of. Where there's, where there's yeah. probably the most dead, but they were doing some, could they do some kind of reset thing on their, huh. maybe like an update. I don't know. That seems like a stretch. That's what they had told me before when I went through and I had waited. So I've, if it was like 410, I would just go to a different How place. How long does a system... I mean, even to reboot this computer that our IT guy, Len Diesel, has screwed up. <laughs> like, even <laughs> when this thing has to reboot, like, it still only takes, like, I don't know, maybe a minute? 
But she said, hang on a minute. Yeah, the, minutes, the, the minutes last a lot longer when you're in a rush. Yeah, right? for sure. Yeah. They do. Yeah, that's so, right. Yeah, yeah, no, maybe maybe it's just me being super uh, super impatient, <laughs> which is probably the case. Yeah. I just peel right out. I don't care. So no, you don't even wait. No. You didn't I, say anything? You just drove through the window? No, yeah. <laughs> hang on a second here. Because yeah. the amount of time it took you to leave and go to somewhere else. No, I didn't go somewhere oh, else. Oh, you didn't go somewhere no, else. No, I'll forego the coffee. That's it. Screw the I coffee. I don't care about coffee that much. I really don't. You know what I care about? My time. Yeah. That is it. I really Well, like, and I'm thinking, I'm like, well, you know, especially the one day, because this has happened multiple times, and so maybe it is something, some protocol thing, but I'm like, if you're taking a deuce at, like, 4.15 <laughs> in the morning or whatever time it yeah. is, I, I understand that. Regular, at least. But then why are you talking to me from the crapper? <laughs> Telling me that to hang on a minute. Just yeah, a minute. Exactly. <laughs> like she's on social media on Instagram taking a deuce, like, welcome to this place. Yeah. Uh, hang on a minute and I'll take your order. The tragically hip are suing a Toronto brewery for allegedly uh, trademark infringement on the hundredth meridian lager. You guys remember hearing about this beer, right? I, Mill Street. That, yeah, it's a Mill Street beer. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And apparently they did not run it by the band first. And uh, the Canadian band has filed a lawsuit in federal court against them. Uh, it's a subsidiary of Labatt. And they say that they are trying to pass off on the fame, goodwill, and reputation of the band with this beer. And they're asking for half a million dollars in damages. So the 100th Meridian, ha- like that is a trademark that the, the hip owns? Uh, no, I don't think they do. Um, okay. It's funny because I used to do a lot of work with Mill Street when I was working down east, and mm. I never even clued in that there was no synergy between the two. I, I thought maybe when Gord was alive or something, because Mill Street used to be an independent brewery, and there were really, they were one of the first, like the Mill Street Organic, it was one of the first like craft beers that kind of got mainstream. And again, with with branding things like organic, and then you got Hundredth Meridian, right? Like it's it's got kind of like a cool vibe to the brand. And then Labatt bought them, and then I don't know if maybe that rubbed the guys the wrong way or something to to file the suit now. Right. Yeah. Well, and there's a couple things that they're saying. Like uh, they said that they've been trying to sort things out with Mill Street for months, but were unsuccessful. Uh, a quote from the band is: "They said they didn't take us seriously, and they were frankly very disrespectful." The band said. Huh. Um, so I guess whenever certain things, like when they were playing in Dundas Square or they were doing certain events, uh, the beer company would make a post of the beer and say, "The best way to enjoy this beer is when you're." They were kind of like linking things together, yeah. so that way they were associating the band with it without. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. So that's why they're suing. So I don't think they own the rights to it, but it is the name of a song and everything. So they are they are going to try anyway. I mean, it's the name of a song, but at the same time, it's not like um, they're calling it a head by a century, which is a title of a song, right? Like the 100th Meridian is actually, a place. Is actually something, yeah. right? So it, like, yeah. I, I could see where why it's, you know, sort of can go both ways. But I think what why they, ha- they have is because they have all the social media posts where they were connecting the yeah. two together, and that's what they're using in their case. Right. So kind of interesting. You're asking for half a million dollars. Ooh. Which isn't really much. I mean, it's a drop in the bucket for a company like Labatt. Sure. Like, uh, to be able to keep using it. Like, will they be able to keep using the beer? I And that's the thing. I don't know what they're requesting if right. they stop using a 100th Meridian. They want them to change the name of the beer. Yeah. It so they get the half the, million and change the name of the beer. Yeah. yeah. But I mean, it's really, the, the, again, Labatt could just be like, hey, here's five million. Here's 10 million. Right, like, right. it, it really would be nothing. The, yeah, and let us keep the name. I guess you have to do the, the pros and cons weighing out how much volume of 100th Meridian you're selling, how much brand recognition yeah. that you already have built up over the... Mm-hmm. I, how, how old is it? Like, the 100th Meridian beer is is probably, I don't know, under a decade old, oh, yeah, I would okay. guess, right? Yeah. Like, it's not some heritage brand that they've had for 100 years. Right. But... Yeah.
Oh, yes. The 100th Meridian West. The longitude identified as the boundary between the humid eastern United States and the arid western plains. Of course. <laughs> you know? We all knew that. Well, history lesson for you mixed in with a side of geography. Um, what was Gronk doing yesterday? He was kind of a backdoor man with the uh, Vince Lombardi trophy. In what way? Well, did you see him? Laying down on the boat. Okay, was he the one that caught the caught it from Tom Brady too? Yeah. At one point. So, so oh, yesterday, God. Tampa's got to be the coolest place to play pro sports, or one of them, anyway, yeah. because it seems like there is a bit of a fan base there, even for yeah. hockey. And you got the Snowbirds, so you do have fans. Uh, they win the Stanley Cup last year. Uh, you got the Tampa Bay Lightning that are cruising around. They do the boat parade as opposed to, um, say, you know, any other city where they're having a Stanley Cup parade. Say it's like Minneapolis or something like that. And the reason was because of COVID. They didn't want, uh, you know, them driving down the street and everyone congregating on the street. So instead they had them all congregating against the water. Yeah, on, and on boats, <laughs> on right? Because yeah. it seems like That's everybody right. in Tampa apparently has a boat. <laughs> I guess so. <laughs> um, so they're doing this uh, this boat parade uh, yesterday, the Tampa Bay Bucks. And it really was the Tom Brady show where he just stepped into a new element of being a legend. Uh, just sauced. Which uh, I don't think he's like a, you know, a partier, a drinker, that Not kind of thing. All. So, mm-hmm. like, I, I think he probably only had a couple, but it was enough to get him just absolutely <laughs> buckled. Oh, yeah. He has three Bud Lattes and he's just <laughs> sauced. White girl wasted because he, he never drinks. There's videos of him, uh, like, after once the parade is done and he's kind of being escorted into this next place. And he's walking and he can't even walk straight. The guy's got his goofy <laughs> smile on his face and he's being held up. Yeah, it, it looked like Tom Brady's probably hurting today. He's just loser pissed and he's yeah. at one point holding his daughter and he's given, like, the peace sign <laughs> and duck face to a camera these are things like like he's such a serious guy most of the time that it's actually nice to see this side of him yeah and we've kind of seen a little bit on social media i've actually enjoyed uh some of his social media posts over the last like couple of months really since he got to tampa he just kind of i don't know it seems like he he turned a new leaf a little bit and has been a little bit more cheekier a little bit funnier on social media he lightened up a little yeah exactly (laughs) oh i got so many rings now he's just playing for fun now right like like, he's done it all he's done everything he can in the nfl like he doesn't need to do anything else now Mm -hmm. he's just literally playing for fun and i think gronk is a bad influence too he's always been that party party guy he looks like the guy that walks in that's like constantly Oh, yeah. like fist bumping and stuff. So there's one moment where uh, Tom Brady's on his boat and Gronk's on another boat and uh, Brady takes the Super Bowl and passes it to Gronk boat to boat like it doesn't look like this like if that if that ever fell water like there'd be a bigger story here. Uh, yeah I wonder if it had like a GPS tracking <laughs> device because I don't think uh, that giant piece of steel is uh, is uh, you know able to float well or even if 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 it, he missed or something which i guess brady's never gonna miss cracks or something like that right like then you got an, an issue but it's hilarious like the amount of stuff that was going on yesterday was uh it, even so that video of of brady where he's kind of being held up whatever gets thrown around social media he retweets it yesterday and it's the, <laughs> the caption that he writes is no, noting he's trying to say nothing noting to see her dot dot just a little avocado tequila with like little capital <laughs> letters everywhere he's obviously doing a little bit of trolling here but it's just like he's just absolutely sauced up all day yesterday do you think maybe it's the ultimate troll job that he doesn't even drink and he was just putting it on to get everybody talking about it. <laughs> he could. He could. Right? He could. Absolutely. There, he could. there were girls in high school that used to do that. I'm so wasted. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Tom know? Brady, like a high school girl. Yeah. He's like, see that? <laughs> but yeah, when Gronk took the Lombardi trophy and he's laying down at one point and somebody's got this video. I don't know if you've seen it. I don't know exactly what he was trying to do. Maybe prepping for the alien probing. Uh, but he took the Lombardi trophy and started like putting it in his ass. 
Like what? the football part of I it. Yeah. See this. Oh yeah, dude. It's ridiculous. He's laying down. He's like, yeah. And he's like <laughs> pretending to like drill himself, uh-huh. like peg himself with the Vince Lombardi trophy, this epic yeah. sports feat. The stuff that's going around of, you know, I like I click on some of these tweets, whatever, yesterday, and people are just bashing Tom Brady saying, you know, my, my son looks up to you. And Who these are the cares? videos. Like, oh, shut come up. on. Yeah. I, I like Tom Brady more because of these videos that are going around. And he just won the Super Bowl. Like, let exactly. him play. It's one day. Oh, God. Just wait till I, they get to Disneyland. <laughs> wait till you see how off the rails he goes on the teacups. <laughs> A Winnipegger who traveled to Africa and Europe is Manitoba's first detected case of the UK variant of COVID-19. Health officials say the traveler came home January 19th and then he took a test two days later. The test came back positive and all five members of his family self-isolated. The variant, which is believed to be 30 to 50 percent more transmissible, was confirmed uh, in a sequencing test earlier this week. I'd like to know what what, what the trip was. What was so essential that this guy had to go over there? They should tell us because you're not supposed to do essential. It's supposed to be essential travel only right now, right? Then this guy goes to a couple of different countries that, you know, there has been this variant around, brings it back, and now we've got it in Manitoba. South Africa is actually on uh, the UK's banned list. Like you're, right? you're actually mm-hmm. not even allowed in. Yeah. So just uh, listen. If it was an essential trip, that's fine. I want to know what it is. Though. Yeah. Ex- well. Right. Yeah. Well, and the fact that he took the test two days after he was back. So there's two whole days where, like, what were you doing in town? Mm-hmm. And why you're supposed to be quarantining anyway. Yeah. Like, why would why why didn't he go straight to a hotel? Which quarantine? maybe he was. We we weren't sure. We don't know. They didn't have that hotel thing back in January 19th. That wasn't part of the rules yet. Oh, I see. So, so he he oh, could have just been, been so isolating at home, which is fine. Yeah. But what were you doing there in the first place? That's what I want to know. Well, then why. Why did he go get tested again? Like two days later, you have to. Maybe he got it? symptoms. Ah, those variant symptoms. <laughs> uh, symptoms which include stupidity for traveling, not essentially. Come on, man. We're trying to get out of this mess. Gonna go pick the missus some posies for Valentine's Day coming up on Sunday? No, probably not. Um, <laughs> this is funny. Uh, Valentine's Day. Usually, it's the rose, right? The mm-hmm. long stem red rose. Mm-hmm. This year, however, it's going to be uh, probably not a long stem red rose. Like, you might be stuck with that $5 discount bouquet at the front of Safeway. Because <laughs> apparently, roses are just done. Like they're, what do you mean they're what done? Mean they're done? <laughs> <laughs> There's what? a shortage in the country. Of roses? Yeah, because uh, COVID, people weren't able to work in the uh, greenhouses and stuff like that oh, in close okay. proximity, crap oh, like really? that. Yeah, so now, uh, um, you know, all these florists are probably charging a mint. I mean, they charge a mint anyway this time of year for, mm-hmm. I don't even know what it is for a dozen roses. <laughs> Go show off tonight. Dude, the floral, the floral uh, racket, if you can get into it. Is like obviously Beth's you know contacting a bunch of them for our wedding right and mm. man like to me it's like these are flowers I have to go pick some flowers real flowers Why are expensive spend that much money on flowers what are you gonna do it in Winnipeg I mean I guess Dude. you could in the summertime like depending on when you're gonna do it but I mean really like what are you gonna do man like here honey I know. here's a, here's a I pine know. cone it's, awful. <laughs> it's awful, <laughs> like you just go pick the foliage around here. Man. <laughs> Here you go. I got you some road grit. Yeah, I'll be like that person in Oswald that was stealing that person's flowers out of her flower bed. Chopping out of the garden. (laughs) Crawling around in the 
the ground. Get a balloon instead. Oh, man. Yeah. Go with a balloon. Happy V-Day. Yeah. Oh, also, sorry, honey, there's a, a balloon shortage, too. Yeah. <laughs> oh. Helium. Yeah, this one says get well soon. It's like <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so that's, uh, that's a, a real struggle that a lot of guys are going to have this year with Valentine's Day and, uh, and no long stem red roses. I don't think women are super picky about it being a rose. If you get them flowers of any kind, like, I'm just happy to get flowers. All right, you heard it here first, folks. Yeah. yeah. Well, you heard it here from Rena. I think so. All yeah, right, man. You know what? We'll get that on a sound clip for you. <laughs> yeah. So you can just play it on your phone when she looks pissed off at you on Sunday morning on Valentine's Day. Breakfast breakfast in bed and like a bunch oh. of old... What are those yellow... Dandelions. Dandelions. Here you okay. go, sweetie. I did not say get weeds for your wife. <laughs> Weed, maybe. <laughs> weeds, no. Um, hey, by the way, uh, you know what would be a pretty cool Valentine's gift? You know, she would forgive you for this. An opportunity to throw down with Dave Grohl. Uh, virtually, of course. Yes. Yeah, uh, the Foo Fighters 10th studio album, Medicine at Midnight, uh, came out, and we're giving you a chance to win an exclusive virtual green room experience with the band. So you'll get to... Ask them a question and everything. There won't there won't be any hugging. But hey, Dave, since you live in California, can you send me some red roses? That'd be great. We don't have them here in Winnipeg. Uh, and the Foo Fighters Medicine at Midnight. You can listen on Apple Music now. You'll get six months free Apple Music on select Rogers Infinite plans exclusively with Rogers. I think this is a great way to go about it. The virtual meet and greet. I can see this being the wave of the future. Unlike, and I don't know if you guys have ever had the opportunity to meet Hart. No, I have not. So <laughs> Anne and no. Nancy Wilson have this thing where you can't touch them and you can't. That's, like close I, that's a pretty okay rule. I, I, I get it. Mm-hmm. I get it. I don't like to be touched often anyway. <laughs> Not by random people anyway. No. <laughs> <laughs> you hate being touched there was so one much. one guy that came in here once. And, uh, we had to take a picture. Right? Yeah, we had to take a picture. A meet and, and greet. And uh, it was a meet and greet It was like when TJ. I first started here yeah, a couple of years ago. He went yeah. on meet and greet with TJ, and he put his arm around TJ, yeah. and he was wearing a sleeveless shirt. Oh, God, I was pissed. And so was mad. so mad that the armpit. His <laughs> armpit left a stain on my shirt. <laughs> he put his arm around me for a picture. He was sleeveless. Uh, and it's keeping in mind, it's December. There was no reason for this guy to not have sleeves. And he put his goddamn arm around me, and it rested kind of like against my neck and shoulder. Yeah. I looked down. I was like, "Is my shoulder sweating right now?" It didn't leave him. It did not. No, so. you were so mad. You went home and changed. I burnt the shirt. Out. Yeah. I burnt the shirt. That was it. Anyway, you can save yourself the embarrassment of Dave Grohl and the Foo Fighters talking about you and your sweaty armpit. <laughs> Do it virtually. Um, yesterday, we addressed it briefly. The um, you know, the unfortunate circumstance surrounding sports radio in uh, in Winnipeg as uh, station went dark. And a lot of our friends uh, found themselves out of work. And we'll talk to uh, one of the few remaining dedicated sports guys in the city. So if it's sports you're after, we have sports for you. And maybe, maybe this actually lends itself to talking to Sean Reynolds from Sportsnet more often. But mm-hmm. he is the local Jets reporter. And, uh, yeah, he's just an all-around good guy. And we love having him on. And... We'll, uh, we'll get his thoughts in the next little bit on, on all things hockey, all things Winnipeg Jets, maybe even Patrick Laine. Oh, yeah. Got to address that situation. And that benching. Yeah. So that's coming up. When you guys die, you guys going to get buried or are you guys going to get uh, cremated? I think cremated. Cremated? Yeah. How, how come? Yeah. Oh, because I live in, like, different, I've lived in many different places and, like, I don't know. It's just I would hate to be one spot. One spot forever. Yeah, like I kind of like the idea of just like going back to the earth and being in the wind and like gone. And there's no not a special place where someone has to go and like keep upgrades with 
a grave. You know what I mean? Like that just makes me sad when you see some of them crumbling, like mm-hmm. that are yep. so old. And People stuff. kicking them over. Oh, that's oh, the worst. Yeah. Oh, it really sad. is. Yeah. No. You're robbing them. You know, when you get buried with a nice uh, Versace suit and somebody well, digs I mean, it up. That's and- your problem. I guess so. It's your fault for being rich enough to wear a Versace suit, you idiot. Um, yeah, I want, I want to say because, uh, you know, I still carry my dad's bag of uh, Crown Royal ashes around. Uh, <laughs> I still have it because <laughs> I don't know what to do with it. Like, I took a sprinkle and I was like, I don't know. Like, I don't want to cut into the bag. Then it's all dust all over was the place. Was there not a spot that, like, he wanted to be spread at? Yeah, a bar. <laughs> <laughs> that was like all of them. Yeah, every bar. Well, let's do a pub crawl one day and just sprinkle your dad everywhere. Like a legion, <laughs> a legion in northern, in like Wawa, Ontario. I feel would yeah. have been ideal, but uh, I ain't going to Wawa anytime soon. So until then, I'm comfortable just having him. My wife isn't, but I'm comfortable having him just in a Crown Royal bag <laughs> in, your house. in a closet. <laughs> the problem is if you get cremated, uh, unfortunately, you won't be able to be made into a musical instrument. That is so unfortunate. This is the issue if you want to be cremated. There is a guy who uh, he goes by a really cool moniker on YouTube. His name is Prince Midnight. Okay. okay. Sounds dark. Now, Prince Midnight's uncle died back in the 90s in Greece. Mm-hmm. Okay. Originally, he had donated his, uh, his his skeleton to, like, the local school, so I guess he became one of those. You know, you see those, like, skeletons on oh. a pole, and they, like, teach So were they using his ribs as a xylophone? <laughs> yeah. well, it was a music no. thing? No, no, oh. that's not where the instrument came in. Okay. But uh, he stayed in the school for about 20 years, and then uh, the school had enough of them, so they sent him off to a cemetery. But uh, Prince Midnight and his family, they didn't want to, you know, they didn't want him to be in the cemetery in Greece. So he contacted local authorities and everything, and they got the remains sent to the United States. And uh, It's a weird request. Send me a bit. bottle of Uzo and my uncle's skeleton. <laughs> my uncle's <laughs> remains, yeah. So then he's like, he gets them here, and he's like, well, I'm not sure what to do with them. I, you know, like, you, do you just do a TG? He doesn't just literally stick them in your attic and, yeah. Yeah. you know, never really see them, right? A guy by the name of Prince Midnight probably has enough skeletons in his closet already. <laughs> yeah. He doesn't need any more. Exactly. <laughs> so this guy did the next best thing. He said his uncle was a huge metal fan, and uh, he said, I decided to turn my uncle's skeleton into a guitar. So he has, basically, it's from, like, the neck down to, like, the torso. Yeah. And he has created an actual working guitar. Oh, yeah. Weird. Oh, yeah, that's the that's the fourth rib right there you can hear. <laughs> so, well, speaking of the ribs, he says there's a, there's a few things wrong with it, unfortunately. Because you have to play through the rib cage. So he says you're not allowed to, you can't do, like, the Pete Townsend, like, the, the, the windmill. windmill. You can't do oh, it because okay. the rib cage wouldn't allow it. So he says there's a little bit, there's, there's, a, there's a few things The windmill's things not metal, it. though, anyway. I mean, if you're a metal That's musician, true. you're not doing the windmill. That's true. No Did, metal musicians would be doing that anyway, yeah. Does it look weird? Uh, yeah, it's literally um, a man's, <laughs> like, skeleton <laughs> as a guitar. Like, it looks exactly as it sounds. So is the neck, like, his femur taped together, like two femurs? Yeah. His, no, his, so the neck of the guitar is, yeah. like, a normal guitar. And then he's got the torso part, which is, like, the body of the guitar. Yeah. And then that's it. So, like, no legs, no arms, no head, nothing like that. I don't know what he did with that. He didn't say. Oh, it's so weird. (laughs) (laughs) Prince Midnight. He says, says, Uncle Philip can now shred for all eternity. Doesn't phase Sportsnet's Sean Reynolds. No, no, no. The Lactabani legend. Hey, you know, he's been hitting a squat rack extra hard because he knows that thick thighs save lives. (laughs) Sean Reynolds. How are you this morning, pal? I'm doing great. 
I'm doing great. I didn't know you'd use that line that is, you know, at the core belief of who I am. Six eyes, <laughs> save lives. <laughs> you believe- know me so well. Just, I believe you have, t- you have it tattooed somewhere, don't you? On his thighs, I think. <laughs> on the thighs. Thigh. <laughs> There's actually no I. It's just a TH on one thigh and a CK on the other. <laughs> Well, Sean Reynolds, uh, listen. Obviously, it's been uh, it's been a tough week for sports uh, media in Winnipeg. Um, not sure if you have any thoughts on that, but it's got to be tough seeing a bunch of your counterparts. Obviously, we're on uh, you know sort of on different teams, but at the end of the day, we're all on the same team, and um, it's a it's a real bummer to see that uh, you know you're going to be like the only guy asking questions now in uh, the media scrums. You know, it's I mean it's the state of the industry we're in. It just keeps shrinking and shrinking and shrinking. Uh, you all know that you've been seeing it, and and uh, I mean, what a tragic loss! Just the, the, the less voices that we have, you know, talking journalism, talking sports in this market, it's just terrible. And and to your point, I mean, TSN was and is our competition, right? But behind the scenes, you know, there's there's probably no one I spend more time with on the job than Sarah Orleski from TSN and her camera person and all the people at TSN Radio. You know, they're all really good friends of ours. And so uh, for us, this is, this is all really hard uh, because these are good friends of ours. We want to make sure they're okay. We want to make sure they can feed their families. Um, and it's just the way this industry is shrinking, it's scary. The, the ground's falling out, you know, underneath all of us. So it's, uh, it's, a, it's a terrible week. So let's talk a little sports right now. Uh, one of the big storylines we've been following is Patrick Line. He makes his <laughs> debut last week with the Columbus Blue Jackets. Starts off pretty strong, scoring a couple of goals, and then all of a sudden he gets benched by Tortorella. Were you surprised it took like no time at all for this to happen? No, I was surprised. I know everyone was saying, you know, oh, you know, I'm not surprised this happened. And, you know, how long was it going to take? I bet one game, I bet two games. You know, I, I, I never thought of Patrick Lyonet as a problem child. I, I think of him as being, you know, like a very, very effective tool that if you use him properly under a proper system, um, he's going to help you out a lot. Uh, but it, it seems like, I mean, I think I was watching the game where he got benched. I watched most of the games that he's played since. Um, and it looked like he may have been a little lax defensively in a couple places. Um, and I thought maybe that was it, but I thought, boy, oh boy, if you're going to take a guy who's just got out of the quarantine, who's learning a new system, who's gone through everything he's done, and you're going to bench him this quickly, that is making a statement. But uh, sounds like there was some jawing back and forth, or at least from Patrick Laine's end towards a, a coach. He says, you know, yesterday he spoke to the media, said he deserved to be benched. So, you take a look at it from that perspective. Sounds like he's mature enough to have hopefully learned a lesson from this situation here. But the one thing about that Columbus Blue Jackets team is they've had, they've punched way above their weight. They knocked the Tampa Bay Lightning out of the playoffs two years ago. They knocked the Leafs out of the playoffs last year. They do not have the roster to be doing that kind of stuff. Yet they keep doing it. And the only way you pull that off is if you have complete buy-in and complete accountability from every player. So that means that you may be the best player, but if you're not being accountable, uh, you're going to sit, because otherwise if the other guys see that there's exceptions to the rule, it all falls apart pretty quickly. So uh, I'm hoping he can find his way there, because Patrick Liney is a pleasure to cover here. It's a pleasure to watch him do what he does. He's done a couple of those ridiculous shots already and scored with them there where it looks like you know the puck hits his stick and then it disappears and reappears in the back of the net the guy has like found a way to teleport the puck into the back of the net so uh it's it's fun watching that 
Uh, COVID running around the NHL right now, pretty bad. Uh, you've seen a couple teams that have had to shut it down. Uh, so far, this side of the border, we've been pretty good, although it would be nice to have seven straight games against the Ottawa Senators just to really pad the stats, no? Um, it's the Sens in town tonight and uh, again on Saturday. Um, what? Just uh, just mail it in, take the four points, and, uh, and get on with the season? Look, when people ask me if they're the, you know, the – free spot on the bingo card my answer is yes they are but you still if you're playing bingo and you got the free spot you still got to take the cap off your bingo dabber true and press the dabber down there's a little bit of work you got to do there involved with free space right so that's what it's like you got to pay attention to the details you got to go out there i take a look at these two teams and and ottawa uh you could see it in their games earlier this year they just cannot ride with the high-end skill that the jets have so as long as the jets show up and pay attention they should take these points and they need to because most we're seeing it every other team for the most part is beating ottawa so you've got to get those points in the bank because everybody else is but uh, uh it's a free spot but the slight bit of work you got to do to fill in that free spot you got to you got to make sure that that gets done just before we let you go uh you know we got to talk about the new guy his stats you know they didn't jump off the page 13 minutes vice time one hit only winning three of nine faceoffs minus one whoa but, whoa i'm just saying i know it's only been one game but we what are we expecting from dubois these next couple of games here well let's take it easy on him not to the ice after three years you know drinking beer in his basement <laughs> you know go roof daddy and and put up three goals or something like that not everyone is that gifted right in the nhl you sit two weeks out in a quarantine you lose that little bit of an edge and you know when you're talking about playing against the best players in the world you need every edge you can get give him a couple more games to get his feet underneath them before we start taking a look at what kind of player we expect him to be for the winnipeg okay so he's not a bust yet you're saying well i mean if you want to make that claim it's it's the age of the hot take so you could do that spicy you can see what happens all right pal sean reynolds thanks a lot buddy we'll watch for you on sportsnet tonight all right excellent uh, TJ, I know you've been uh, just dabbling, getting your feet wet just a little bit in the real estate market. Yes. Yes, the uh, the real estate market dabbling, toes. Just getting your feet wet just, just a little bit. Just dipping the toe yeah. in. Just dipping in, yeah. So you haven't come across something like this yet. In fact, nobody really has on the real estate market until just now. This is the first ever 3D printed house that has hit the market, and it's in the States. It's on Long Island. Come on. So... Uh, I don't know. Do a you ton- understand the 3D no, printing? No, I was just going to okay. say I don't because you I, didn't look like you did there for a second. <laughs> I was like, "Do you know what's going on?" Because I don't really get it. At so all. I, Beth uh, had to do something when she was in school, um, where she had to to do a 3D print of like her face or something like that. And we have this little like it's like a couple inches high of her like a, a mock up of her face, basically. Does it look? <laughs> That's weird. I, it it kind of does. Like it's. I mean, it's 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 not painted or anything like that. So it's just it's very bland. But it kind of. It's bl- Blend. Oh, yeah. Terrible. Careful. Oh yeah. So, <laughs> so, but but the the process of it is is like to me when you hear three D printing, I mean, I'm picturing something that could be easily blown over by the big bad wolf or something like that. I've never yeah. I've never seen something three D. Pr- I mean, I probably have, but didn't know. And like, what kind of materials is her face made out of? Like, that's what. Like, like can you? Well, it's not rubber. Can you three D print with different kinds of materials? So the way that this house was was built. Basically, they have this huge 3D printing device, and it melts down a bunch of solid materials, okay? Mm. And then it ejects them kind of like a hot glue gun. What? Okay, so it's like, you know how you spread a hot glue gun, and then, then yeah. it, you know, obviously hardens and everything like that. So it's kind of the same same thing. So it's 
because in my mind, when I hear 3D printed house, and there's I tons. Think, like I'm, I'm looking online right now. That there are cottages and stuff like this in small shacks. They've made yeah, so they've made these before, but this is the first one that's ever actually going to be for sale because they made them for Wild. before for like shelters and stuff like that. Um, but like, because in your mind, like I said, like you just think that well, how can that stand up? So it's like an RTM. Right, and so like a like ready a to ready to move home. Yep. So it's one of those ones that where they they build all the pieces. Prefab, uh, yeah, they, like on their their work site, and then they put it on a. Spot. I guess so. I they're not printing know. the house as a whole. It's probably like they're printing this wall and that wall, and then right. piecing it all together, and then putting it together like a big puzzle. Right. Uh, so this one's pr- it's priced at two ninety nine, uh, which is about nine thousand US. Yes, yeah. two hundred ninety nine thousand US. It's a fourteen hundred square foot house. Oh, so it's priced fifty percent lower than any other house would be of that of that size. Yeah, that's and what that's I'm thinking. Probably yeah. because it's a three D printed house, it's right? My house. People are not really sure if uh, you know if they want to if they want to purchase something like that. And they must have like some timber elements to it. Like there must be some. Like your doors aren't all printed, and, and like the, I, maybe they are. Yeah, like, maybe all like, the things inside. Like your your oven is no, no. I would printed. assume it's just mm. the like the foundation and the in the walls and the walls and, and stuff. the roof. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm so confused. Like, do you still put shingles on? Like, would you still? I put, guess so. I think you still. Or are they printed shingles? <laughs> That's a good question. That's I know. a good question. I, it's it's still a little. I, I'm about 20, 30 years away from understanding this. But by the time I actually understand 3D printing, I'm going to be too old to give a damn. Like, it'll just be <laughs> right. like I don't care. Like, but I mean, listen, if if the because this is great for you know the the re, the, the housing market, right? Mm-hmm. You're getting an affordable house if it. I mean, if it works, right? If it stands up. Yeah, what if in the heat blown. does it melt? Because it's like <laughs> I know if all those questions do get answered, then you're going to get a lot of people that will be able to afford these 1,400 square feet yeah. at yeah. a great price. Yeah. Okay, make me a deal right now. If you're listening, you give me the listing. If you're the first person. If you're a builder that is doing these 3D printed houses, I want the listing on that one. Because I, I need to be this guy. I need to I need to learn more. How about you guys? I feel like I'm living in the future. A little bit. When you hear stuff like that, honestly. Because like, people make guns with the 3D printers. Yeah, that's true. I actually saw an article this morning about uh, they've, so they've created a 3D printed steak. Yeah. Like that you can eat. A steak, yeah. An edible steak, yeah. Really? Yeah. Yeah. I don't know why you anybody would eat plastic. Like, I but mean, is it plastic? I mean, no, I it's, it's made oh, yeah. with edible materials, but it's not meat. It's like, right. like beyond meat, but it oh, okay. looks just like a steak and it's 3D printed. It's really weird. <laughs> That's wild. And then yeah. how do you cook? Like, <laughs> I don't know, man. It comes <laughs> out like an easy bake oven, like it's just ready to know. go. I don't know. <laughs> I think my head might explode. The Winnipeg Humane Society is calling for an end to the practice of exporting live horses for slaughter. This after a video showed 100 horses sitting on the freezing tarmac of Winnipeg's airport waiting to be shipped to Japan to be eaten. The society says exposing the horses to severe weather, excessive travel, and prolonged exposure to stressful environments make the industry inhumane. Yeah, not to mention, uh, you know, when they're all spooked like that, the the meat, it's very, like, what? I don't know. I'm waiting to see where you're going. With that. Oh. No, like the fibers of the meat, like when you sh- when you shoot a deer or something like that, and they're scared, they like freeze up, and then like the meat's not as good. That's like a thing. Is that a real thing? That's a real thing. I swear. Seven six two triple five. Taste Text. is different. Yeah, because it's like it's like a, there's a word that like sinewier, but I don't think that's the word. But it, it's it's like um more like fibrous. <laughs> Do you know what I'm saying? Like the the muscles. Wow. Yeah, tense, all words I don't know. <laughs> you're eating the muscle, so when the when the animal dies and it's like, and it's tense, yeah. the meat becomes tougher. Tougher, I guess, would be the best way to describe yeah, it. Yeah, okay. Weird, I didn't know Seriously, that. I, I don't I, know if you're screwing with us or not. I, pro- I, I, I think, anyway. That's what I heard. 
Rumor. Rumor had it. <laughs> on the, the, uh, my question is, if they can't, if they can't ship all these, how are they going to get all that horse leather that's so popular? Oh. Yes, oh. I could forget yes. that. What about, what about the hair? Like the for, horse hair. For the... Uh, the brushes. For the, well, the brushes and the wigs. And the... Uh, the the violins. The violin bows. Yeah. Violin bows. Way down. <laughs> Price going way up. I don't know. Like, poor horses. I, I will say. Yeah. But, but again, other countries, they do things differently. Like, it's 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 it's... You know, I know it's if to us it seems just crazy. Yeah. yeah, it seems nuts. But like there, it's like, oh yeah, hey, hey. yeah. Hey. I definitely like having them suffer and be on the plane is probably so yeah, stressful like and all that sucks. Them eating it, like uh, I mean, like it's gross to us, but it is normal there. Like when I went to Vietnam, yeah. everyone's like, why would you go there? They eat dogs. I'm like, yeah, but they don't have the other resources that we do here. But listen, and, and yeah, I get that cats. it's an inhumane thing for the horses to be on the tarmac freezing all that stuff, mm-hmm. but I mean, they're ever, like, man, how many they're times you drive down the highway and you see the, the, the pigs all basically on top of each oh. other in the back of those semis, right? Like, there's very there's a lot of inhumane ways that animals are being treated. I always like when yeah. I'm in the passenger seat and you see one of their little tails sticking out and you're on the highway going 120, pulling out to pass on the semis, go ding, ding, ding. It's all time into a little flick. <laughs> little tail tickle. <laughs> Got a bone to pick? Hello, you're on the air. The Bone Phone on 921 City. For Midtown Ford, we can't control the ability of your neighbors to be better drivers in winter, but we can put you behind the wheel of something that keeps you safer on Winnipeg roads. Visit mid-townford.com. Hey, TJ, I just wanted to call in and say that was a great speech you made about those broadcasters getting laid off. really breaks my heart. You know, I listen to your guys' radio station every day, but I also listen to the TSN 1290 every day. It doesn't feel like I'm just losing a radio station. It feels like I'm losing a part of the community. hope those guys land on their feet, and I hope people start thinking about where they're giving their money to, because those guys are heartless. Thanks a lot. Keep up the good work. Love you guys. Yeah, it was a tough day across uh, the broadcast industry. I mean, it wasn't just uh, locally, but I mean, those are the people that, you're right, they are in our community. They're the people that you run into at the rink when your kids are there. You know, if, if it's Brian Munns who's taking his kid to a sporting event or something, like, you know, these are people that, that have time for you and talk to you and stuff. So, yeah, and and you know what? I, I get the, the job we do. Um, you know, sometimes there are changes that need to be made, and it's not easy, and certainly not easy for people in the business seeing what's happening, but... Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and and I get it too. Like you, you even if you don't know people, I mean, we share our lives with you, and and you tend to gravitate towards us. And I and I get it. It does suck that just you know without even being able to say goodbye. And I did reach out to the guys over there. Um, I've talked to a few of them, Tothi and uh, and Rick Ralph. But you know, they're all under non compete, so they can't come on the air and and say thanks. But I know you know obviously they they appreciate all the support and all the tweets and stuff that you're giving them. So. Um, that's great stuff. And this guy, uh, he's not happy with us. Hey, guys. Listen to you every morning. You guys are awesome. I also kind of thought that making fun of the guy with the burnt face was kind of rude. I don't know. To the guy that uh, complained about us being all pussies and stuff and true Canadians. Well, I don't think being a Canadian is means you have to be a dick. <laughs> Anyways, have a good one. And you know what? In hindsight, um, I'm going to take the high road here and be the bigger man. And uh, yeah, I reflecting on, on the, on the comments that got carried away. Sure. Sometimes on a live morning radio show, you say things that, uh, and maybe get a little carried away. So I'll take that. Turnbull's standing by what he said. <laughs> no, <laughs> I know. Arms <laughs> crossed. <laughs> uh, I, I, hey, why not? Right. Take the high road, be the good guy. Yeah. It was maybe a little, uh, Maybe a little harsh last week. Um, okay, so this is Crazy Bob. If you're just new to the show, Crazy Bob is a guy who's crazy. 
We haven't heard from him in a while. Yeah. No, he's in prison. <laughs> yeah, how the f*** you this morning? Hey, you guys are way out to f***ing lunch. Nobody gives a sh. Winnipeg's number five in the sexiest pro- city in the whatever. F***ing uh, Regina and Portage Prairie are tied for number one, in case you misread the goddamn list there. And by the way, GTA, there's no such thing as a Suncor onesie, for f***ing sake. They're all f***ing made by Hallie Hansen. They're called long underwear, and they don't have sh- flops in the back anymore either. They're, they're like a f***ing pajamas. You gotta watch when you do them up in the middle of the night. You don't get your caught in the <laughs> zipper. Anyways, have a good day. Keep your sh- warm. <laughs> yeah, I guess that was uh, to do with the oh Suncor onesie. I don't even know how that came up. You, uh, Something about the oil rigs. Yeah, you made a joke about it yesterday. I can't remember what it was about either, but it was pretty funny. Yeah, um, I don't know. You just meant like the coveralls, whatever. Yeah, the coveralls, yeah. I called it a onesie. I yeah, think you I called meant it a onesie, overalls. but you meant though like the word coveralls. Yeah. Yeah. He calls them long johns. Sorry, that's the industry term, long johns. <laughs> My bad. Um, okay, Harold and Kumar. Guess this goes back to last week uh, when we were talking about uh, epic bathroom scenes oh, in movies. Yes. What's up, guys? I just finished listening to uh, one of the earlier podcasts. Go. And you guys missed one of the best uh, bathroom scenes with uh, Harold and Kumar with the battleship where they're smoking and joining between uh, the two stalls where the uh, chick goes on either side of them and they decide to play battleship. Yeah, I feel like that's the number one. Have a good one. Yeah, that's a good one too. I forgot about that one. You know what? I don't remember it really, but I definitely remember them trying to find the White Castle. Like, well, I've seen the movie. Well, that's the whole, movie, the, movie. the whole movie. The whole movie, yeah. 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 Well, he no. just gets stuck in the women's washroom. He's hiding, and uh, these two girls come in, and they're playing battle shits, and they're yeah. farting, and he's, like, grossed out, and it's, like, yeah. It's pretty funny. Um, one time in Nashville, uh, I tried to find a White Castle late at night after the bar had closed, and I felt like I was on that show, the Harold and Kumar Trying to find the White Castle. All over. (laughs) High and low. Finally found one, bought 30 of those little sliders. Oh, yeah. Woke up in the morning with (laughs) just like all the little containers all around (laughs) me. I was like, I am so disgusting. I disgust myself. Yeah, when they do snow removal, like in Sage Creek, isn't it the rule of thumb to like scrape it down instead of leaving snow packed on the roads and not even go to the curb? What a horrible job. Brutal. And the guy, the foreman for the city, needs a kick in the ass for letting that go by. What a waste of money. Typical city idiot. Thanks for all the calls today. 780-BONE, 780-2663. Anytime. Thanks for calling. The Bone Phone. Call 204-780-BONE. 780-2663. 921-CITY. Extreme cold warning remains in effect. Okay, don't leave your dogs outside. I saw I drove past a guy the other day. I uh, left his dog out in the backyard. You can tell the dog was like at the back door, like, burr, 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 and like staring. I felt like going and ringing his doorbell, being like, bro. Maybe he was only out there for a few like, Exactly. That's why I didn't go do that. But it's the same <laughs> thing with the dogs in the hot cars. Like, what do you stand there for five minutes, wait and kick the guy's window in? <laughs> you know, like, I'm, I'm, uh, right? Like, I don't, I don't know. What, what's, what's well, the. Well, it's a little different than I think the dog in the car is a little bit different than seeing a dog outside a house. Because you could just let the dog out for a quick pee and then bring him back in. Yeah, and the thing, like, there are outside dogs, like, like on our farm, all the dogs have dog houses outside mm. that are heated. So, like, he maybe had one of those. 
Maybe it was Unlikely, the dog's house, and he was just out yeah. for a smoke. <laughs> what a responsible dog. He doesn't smoke darts in the house. You guys both like the Twitter. I'm not a big Twitter, the Twitter. The big Twitter user, but I know you guys love Tweeting. it. Uh, I was reading today that the CEO of Twitter, Jack Dorsey, said yesterday that the social media platform is considering letting users get tips, so digital payments from their followers. So he basically said it would be a new feature where you could like subscribe and then you could choose to tip, say someone that writes a lot of funny content that you love or just pretty much you could tip anybody that you want. That What's what's purpose does this serve? It, well, like the, is Twitter, our Twitter is Twitter like going down? Like are people not using it anymore? And it, well, it's not Twitter getting the money. It's the, the user getting the money, but it'll make, I think that they're hoping it'll drum up more content. Right, that's what I'm saying. So is tw- like is is the is Twitter going down? Like people aren't using it anymore. They have to entice people to use Twitter. Mm. Maybe TikTok's kind of taken over a bit. But would you tip somebody on Twitter? No. I feel like we're going to get a lot more clutter. Like people trying really hard or pushing like more things. More than they are now. There'd yeah. be nothing. There'd be nothing. Like I get the same information that I want to get off Twitter now than I would if I was tipping somebody. Yeah, and then what about like news networks? Like, are you supposed to t- tip a news network when they give you a hot? scoop on something because they they, like the idea of twitter is the immediacy Mm -hmm. and it's sort of the cachet like you follow the people for their content so if they've already created the expectation that the content is yay that you like it enough to follow like it and you're following is that not sort of enough to tip so then why don't they just put it in that hey if you want to follow somebody it's going to cost you a penny or it's going to cost you five then no that won't work nobody would use it at that point. Yeah, but it, it'll, it'll so get clouded out with, like, those girls that are constantly messaging you, like, hey, what bots. are you doing? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but, like, yeah. to go for, uh, you know, like, somebody like Turnbull who just, you know, writes, like, j- jokes and stuff. Like, so so now. Oh, come okay. <laughs> jokester over there. Eh? <laughs> so, you know, so say. <laughs> jokester over there. He's got seven tweets in the last seven minutes. <laughs> I'm live tweeting the show. <laughs> Somebody has to. It says in my contract, I have to be on social media. Um, no, like, I just wonder if you're tweeting out jokes and it's like, hey, that was a good one, Turnbull. Uh, just another golden nugget here. I'm going to throw, throw you a like. And now if I choose to, like, like the content, like the joke that's better than the other seven jokes that he's tweeted out. What a reach. This is an absolute. I'm just trying yeah. to understand right. what they're after. Right. I don't see. Yeah. And I don't I, I don't even buy that. That that argument of because like like you said before if i'm following somebody it's cuz i want to follow them and i've all obviously enjoyed their content at, mm-hmm. up to this point i don't need to i don't know where this tipping thing is going to come into play i hate all. follow some people though do you yeah yeah me oh <laughs> <laughs> time to answer those deep burning questions the open text with rena tj and turnbull on 921 city sale on now all month long at the prairie summit shop save up to 40 percent on select winter items drop by or check out the new website at prairiesummitshop.com okay before we get into open text i'm gonna play something here for you all right The latest single from Greta Van Fleet, it's called Heat Above. Mm. So now they're not sounding like Led Zeppelin going with a Rush vibe. It sounds like Rush? Oh, yeah. Yeah, the drumming's obviously not as good. Listen to that. (laughs) I don't hear it. Oh, here. Maybe we should listen to more Rush. Stay tuned. More Rush coming up. Or is it Greta Van Fleet? I don't know. Oh, 
I don't know. I, you know what? I know you, you're loving those guys. I, I, I'm just... I, well, I would say loving those guys. Like, I I haven't heard any of their new stuff. Yeah. Um, they do have that. They did have that Zeppelin vibe when they came out. Absolutely. Their stuff sounds like Zeppelin. I don't okay. hear the Rush similarities at all. Oh, you will. <laughs> okay. You will. <laughs> ah, Texter. 329 said, I totally hear Rush. Thought it was Rush. Seven six two triple five is our text line if you want to get to us anytime. Uh, we always try and get back to you as quickly as possible, and we read the text here. Uh, should I be offended? My friends call me Ferret Face. Yes. <laughs> yes. I don't the think those are ask us. I don't think those are your friends. <laughs> ferret Face. Man, ferrets are terrifying. What is your face? They're like, kind of cute. Oh, are they? No, they're just sharp little teeth. They ferrets? look like opossums, kind of. Yeah. Yeah, oh, they're cute. <laughs> If you had a magic lamp and could rub it for one wish, what would it be? More wishes. Yeah. <laughs> More lamps. Endless wishing. I don't know. I'd probably take like uh, right now, maybe like some snacks. <laughs> you hungry? Yeah, I'd probably rub a lamp for some snacks. <laughs> You'd rub a lot of things for some snacks. Yeah. <laughs> I, ha- I have or I am. <laughs> uh, you guys know a good tattoo parlor. Yeah, there's um, lots of good shops around yeah. town. I've been to Blaze Inc. Um, Blaze. Yeah, there's one beside the radio station here. It's got an oh, yeah, anchor Osborne for a logo. Village Inc. Maybe. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> I would I would search Google. It's probably best. Kapala tattoo. Because I think tattoo artists like uh, hairdressers in a way they move a- around a lot. Yeah, and you have to like. They all have different styles. So if you're into like Japanese style, you gotta find an artist who does that kind of art. So you gotta search around. Like if you want uh, like some lettering, some uh, you know the lettering, it'll look like wingdings. You know, like it's just like a symbol kind of. You know wingding. What I'm What's a wingding? A wingding? It's yeah. like a font. Oh. It's a symbol. <laughs> huh. You know um, what I'm saying though? Like you know when people are like, oh yeah, it means spirituality, but it actually means like two rabbits humping or something. Like <laughs> yeah. Yeah. turkey sandwich and it's like a bunch of Asian symbols. Yeah. Um what happened to my boys Brock and Dolby? They are in Kingston, Ontario now, mm. doing a morning show. Yeah. Making millions of dollars. Very successful. Huge. Rich. Huge. Uh Wikipedia asked for money and it's user driven. We're talking about uh, the tweets, Twitter. Do you, know, do you know anybody that has ever paid into Wikipedia? No. no. Uh, oh, no. a guy that I used to work with used to pay in because he felt on principle because he used the website that he should. How much would he pay? Oh, my God. I don't know. But I... Because, um, like, I see those little, like, pop-up things that come up on Wikipedia when you're on it. and says, like, we need your money. I'm like, yeah. who pays into Wikipedia? Exactly. Yeah. Here's a cup of Nobody. rice. Beat it. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I, I don't know. Like, and, and it's different to me because the people that are uploading to Wikipedia aren't getting the money. It's the nonprofit organization that is Wikipedia. Whereas Twitter, it would actually go to the user. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Because so. you could tip someone if they're if you like them. Uh, Gronk is the man. I want to see Strevy and him party after winning a ship together. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Gronk's gonna have to go to Arizona, or Strevy can go to Tampa. Oh, could you imagine being Brady's understudy? Easiest job in sports. Yeah, you never have to hit the field. Never, <laughs> ever, ever. Um, is it just me, or does nobody in Winnipeg know how to establish in a boulevard? Yeah, Thank I hate you. that. I hate that. I know. Like, why aren't you pulling out? Yeah. yeah. First thing they teach you in driving I school. Know. I hate that. Establish- nobody establishes properly here. Yeah. Move up! <laughs> so if I rear-end you and you're not establishing, is it still my fault? Yes. Because you're not yeah. doing your job. It doesn't matter. If you, you were established, them. I wouldn't have rear-ended you. If somebody stops in the middle of the street and you yeah. rear-end them, it's still your, your fault. fault. No matter what, yeah. if you rear-end Damn somebody, it. it'll yeah. always be your fault. Yeah. <laughs> uh, 
Hey, we have to stop 3D printed houses. Think of all the construction jobs that'll be lost. The quality will be terrible and we'll all have no jobs. So, yeah, like I wonder, you know, if you still need because the 3D printing doesn't just I don't think it just like puts it up itself, you know. Like there's oh, still has to be people the, that, Yeah, it's still But people there would be itself. less people altogether putting it together, I yeah. think. Yeah. Yeah, 3D printing. You're not going to read all the texts here that come in saying that that song didn't sound like Rush? Oh, sorry. You're just I avoiding didn't... those six texts that came in? <laughs> six. Okay. <laughs> Are you seeing double? Because I see two. There's three. Uh, three. Are there? Okay. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> does not sound like Rush at all. Hang on a second. Put my... No. Hang on. Does this sound like Rush? 762 Close your eyes. Not while you're driving, but just picture... <laughs> Come on, that's Getty. I do Wait not for the I know, maybe a little. Wait for this part. Which part? This part? <laughs> Wait for it. And the man who holds high places <laughs> will be the one to hold. Yeah. <laughs> Can't sound like crash. Let's see. <laughs> All right, so the text message is at 762 uh, TJ, you are not crazy. Totally sounds like Rush, but not as good. Uh, man, TJ would slaughter karaoke. Um, <laughs> it sounded a little like Rush at the start. Yes, I kind of hear the Rush. I thought it was Rush. I thought it was Stevie Nicks. Uh, does not sound like Rush at all. Thank God. Um, okay, so here. I'm just going to play a little something for you. Now, somebody suggested that we play four songs, and then, you know, you get to decide uh, who's who. Or you, you get to basically uh, just guess who's who. But it doesn't really make sense because Greta Van Fleet only has the one song. I still, like, I, I yeah, I, I still know. just hear, okay. like, the Zeppelin sort of, like, Hang on. sound. You know what I mean? Okay. Like, wait for it. Okay. Wait for it. Like, right? Can okay, I play the other one? Okay. I'm playing this one. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. You might be selling me. I'm doing the side-by-side definitely helps here. I'm just playing random Rush songs. That, yeah, that, <laughs> the first one, I'd say the Closer first one's the, the hard one. Closer to the heart. Like yeah. this one, because Rush is, like, they got the, the different timings and stuff in their songs, right? Yeah. And yeah. that's what kind of separated them a little bit. But that see, like, even this. first one, though. Like, Lakeside Park? This could be Greta Van Fleet. They would do a hell of a yeah. cover. Yeah. Lakeside Park. By the way, Neil Peart going to get, he's from St. Catharines, Ontario, and uh, Lakeside Park um, is a spot there, and they have this carousel that's in this this park, and it's still just uh, a nickel to ride, which is pretty cool. Yeah, you don't get to do much for a nickel for fun. I mean, it's not like it's really fun for me, but like for my kids. Sure, yeah, yeah, for a nickel. Hell. Yeah, exactly. Who even carries carries change around anymore, you know? No, I know. I wonder, (laughs) it's like, if I don't have a nickel, it's like, hey, can I get you back next time? Yeah. They're like, no, you cannot go on this hundred-year-old roller coaster or whatever, carousel. (laughs) It's just like the ponies that go up and down. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, carousel, yeah. For a nickel? It's great. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And they're going to rename that Lakeside Park uh, for Neil Peart anyway, which is uh, pretty cool. So 856, uh, that's the end of the road for us. Adam is coming in next. Uh, Fellow gator-wearing Adam, by the way, 
He wears one of these neck uh, mask things, too. By the way, I was supposed to tell you, uh, I kept forgetting. Yeah. Beth, Beth says those are not allowed in hospitals. Yeah, actually, they're not allowed oh. in chapters either. I oh, learned that the go. other day. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah, the chick came up yeah. to me. She's like, sir, we don't allow gators. Here's a medical mask. I was like, oh, really? I'm like, that's weird. Okay, uh, sure. Yeah. Retail doesn't make as much sense. I guess hospitals makes a little bit more sense. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, but, they're definitely uh, not sanctioned. No. It's a non-sanctioned <laughs> face covering. Right. Yeah. But I do find that wearing the uh, neck gaiter, that you get that extra, um, like, condensation from your mouth. I don't know why. You it like just, that? No, I don't. Oh. <laughs> no. I, I hope no one likes yeah. that. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if that's what mm, you're saying. Extra condensation. <laughs> mm, old drippy nose. <laughs> uh, okay. We'll talk to you more after six. Okay, bye now. <laughs> well, that was fun. Zena, TJ, and Turnbull will be back tomorrow morning. 92.1 City.